When I was 17, I got my first boyfriend named Alex. I'm a female for reference. I used to hang out with him every Friday and often on Saturdays too. His parents were super chill. They'd often work weekends and he'd have the house all to himself. Sometimes his parents would be gone overnight, much to my delight. My parents knew I was staying over and they didn't mind, but they would never let him stay overnight at our house. I guess they didn't want certain activity going down under their roof, which I understand. One Friday night, we had Alex's house to ourselves. Alex ordered a pizza for us, and we were cuddling on the couch. The whole day, he'd been super flirty with me, and I was so happy to finally be with him. We waited over an hour, and our pizza never arrived. I was really starving, so Alex called the pizza place and had asked about our order. The person apologized, and they said the driver was on his way, and apologized again for any inconvenience. Alex got on the couch with me, and we both kind of whined about the late pizza. It finally arrived two hours later at this point. I was well and truly hangry by this point. Alex answered the door, and I had heard some commotion. I went into the hallway, and I could hear Alex saying something about not giving someone a tip after they were rude. I locked eyes with the pizza guy at the door, and something about his appearance just really unnerved me. He looked to be in his later 20s, and he was scruffy. His demeanor changed from aggressive to surprised when he saw me, but Alex didn't seem to notice. He just said, Thanks for the food, before shutting the door. I had asked what happened, and Alex told me that the pizza guy had dropped the bag with our pizza and drinks in it right on the ground. He then tutted when Alex picked it up and just kept glaring at him. Alex paid him, but then the guy started demanding a tip. That was when Alex said no, and he told him he was rude and didn't deserve one, before then thanking him for the pizza and shutting the door. I told Alex that the guy was looking at me and just seemed really creepy, but Alex just told me not to worry. We ate in the kitchen, and honestly, it eventually left our minds rather quickly. After we had dinner, we went into his room, and we were planning on being intimate. We were kissing, and I had then told Alex to make sure that he'd locked the front door. He assured me that he had, and I took his word for it. We were still kissing, when I had heard a car noise from outside. I pulled away, and I had started freaking out just in case it was Alex's parents. I didn't want them coming back and walking in on us. Alex went to the window, but said that nothing was out there. Well, it felt like every time things were about to escalate we would hear a weird noise that like forced us apart. A second interruption occurred, and it sounded like someone was kicking gravel or stones outside Alex's window. We both had heard it, and again, Alex checked out the window and saw nothing. A third interruption was bright car lights shining in the window. This time we both looked outside, but by the time we got there, we couldn't see anything. When the fourth interruption happened, I actually groaned in frustration. I was so sexually frustrated it was almost painful. I got up and I threw Alex's t-shirt on because it was long on me, and then stormed downstairs. Alex followed me, but I ignored him. It sounded like someone had pounded on the front door. I went straight to it, unlocking it and opening it. To my horror, it was the pizza guy from before, 
and he was standing away from the front door. He was standing in the driveway, just staring at me. It was like he had pounded on the door and then stepped backwards. Alex came behind me, and when he saw the pizza guy, he then gently nudged past me. He started yelling at the pizza guy, then asking him what the fuck he was doing and why he was still there. The guy just stood there staring at me. I could feel his eyes running up and down my bare legs, and I suddenly felt really uncomfortable. Alex noticed, and his anger then grew. He told the pizza guy that he was calling the cops, and that he better get the fuck off his property or there'd be trouble. The guy just continued to stand there, and that's when I had an idea. I then told Alex to go get his dad's gun, and the second I said that, the guy snapped and then suddenly took off running along the street. We witnessed him getting into his car and then speed off. Alex's dad didn't actually have a gun, but my quick thinking worked. Alex slammed the door shut and we made sure everything was locked. Then we called the police and Alex's parents. When the police came, they were utterly useless. They told us they'd speak to the restaurant as well as the dude himself, but that he hadn't actually done anything wrong. Alex's parents were on a weekend trip and they wanted to come back there and then but Alex persuaded them to wait until the morning. They insisted on cutting their trip short so they were back the next morning. As you can imagine, that night the intimate mood was completely ruined, and Alex and I stayed up for a long time. I managed to doze off, but I don't think Alex did, because when I woke up, he looked exhausted. He assured me that he'd slept a little bit, but I think he lied just to spare me worrying about him. We found out that the pizza guy was fired, but that was the last we heard. We never ordered a pizza from that place ever again after that. Alex would cook food for me or we'd cook something together. We were convinced that the pizza guy was going to come back. It might sound extreme, but we really wondered if he was bothering other customers, and that was why he was late delivering our food to us. We'll never know for sure, but I'm just so glad Alex locked the front door. If he hadn't, maybe that creep would have came in and done God knows what to us. I wonder if he was messing with us out of range, or maybe he was just a pervert trying to creep on two teenagers. Either way, I'm glad me and Alex protected each other that night. It's been years, and I still sometimes think about it. Alex is no longer in my life, as we broke up a long time ago. But I'll never forget that night as long as I live. I'm so glad we made it out unscathed. I'm a 22-year-old woman who currently lives with my family along with my current partner. I'm going to be keeping his name anonymous for privacy reasons. I had just come home late from work, and it was about midnight when I had gotten home, and my family was asleep, and my boyfriend was still awake waiting for me. After getting out of my work clothes and into my PJs, him and I were relaxing with our cat. She had started crying about wanting to go outside, but I couldn't let her out the backyard door since I had heard some dogs outside, and it was about 2am, and she just kept meowing and pawing at the door. I decided to let her out the front door instead. She's an indoor and an outdoor cat, and she only goes outside a few times a week. She mostly likes to socialize with other cats or just roam around. 
I had opened the front door and walked out with her for a brief minute. As she walked off, I had noticed she was staring out at the street behind our cars out of the neighboring street. She kept walking, but then bolted the other way. I suddenly heard grunting, and I saw the figure of a man whom I didn't know. He looked dirty with messy hair, and he just wore a pair of jeans and a brown jacket. I saw him approach the door, and without saying anything, I just backed away from facing him. As I went to the door, I noticed he walked a little bit faster towards me in the doorway. I got inside just in time, and I locked the door, and I then heard what I imagined was him trying to open the door. The doorknob wiggled, and then it went quiet, but I had still heard some shuffling from outside. Luckily, I had my phone on me, so I had texted my boyfriend telling him what was going on, and I then called my mom waking her up because I wasn't sure if her window was open that night, since her room is at the front of the house. Now, this was way before we had any guns in the house, as well as it happening one night that my father was out of town for a warm project. After my mom woke up, she came out into the living room, and since we were both there, we felt it was safe to check the window that could see out to the front door. The guy was still there, and my mom jumped back away from the window, as I guess she had made eye contact with him, and we then saw a silhouette at the window as he was trying to look into the house. He still wasn't saying anything, just mumbling and pacing around our door. My boyfriend came out as well with whatever he could use as a weapon just in case it was needed. My mom called the cops explaining what I had told her, as well as what she had just experienced. He was still trying to see into the house. The cops then said they were sending out a patrol car to us, by the time the cops had gotten through our house, though, the guy had managed to leave without making a sound. The cops showed up, and I gave them a full description of the man and what I could remember, and they decided to drive around a bit to see if they could find him down the street anywhere, or even maybe hiding around the outer areas of the house, but it was all clear. Thankfully, there were no other issues or things going on that night, nor did the man ever come back. I know this may not be that scary to a lot of you, but it was for me, and I have my cat to thank for that because I don't think I would have even realized that there was a person since it was so dark, and I didn't see him before or become aware of him until I was headed back into the house. All I can say is stay safe out there and just try to be aware of your surroundings. We've also gotten a new litter box and toys so my cat doesn't feel the need to go out as much. And I think it's just much safer that way. My mom works at a grocery store here in the southeastern United States, and this took place last month on Halloween. Now, my mom has really sensitive hearing, and any loud noises cause her to jump, and if enough happen or if it's loud enough, she'll have a panic attack. So she was working at a little treat stand at the entrance to the store, and her friend was blowing up some balloons for these kids who wanted to dress up as Luigi, Princess Peach, and Princess Daisy in their carts from Mario Kart. He blew up three with no problem, but the fourth, seventh, and ninth balloons all popped, really loudly too because they had a ton of helium in them, scaring the absolute hell out of my mom. She was panicking internally, but the guy finished up the balloons not long after, and him and the three kids and their mom came to my mom's side. 
She just laughed and said, Jesus Christ, Jackson, what are you trying to do? Kill me by fright? That would work well on Halloween. I mean, nobody would ever suspect you. Jackson laughed along and said, Yeah, sorry, Lisa. You really should invest in some earplugs, though. To which my mom called him in a fake haughty tone as he walked back to his department. Screw that! They'd clash with my costume. She was dressed in the dress that Belle wears in the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. The blue and white dress when she goes to town. Around 6.45pm, it was slow, so mom took out her phone and called my dad Cody. The conversation went like this. Hey honey, how's your Halloween? Not so great, Cody love. It's boring as hell. How's Violet? Oh, she's good. She's answered the door since trick-or-treating started. 7.15pm is quitting time, right? Yum, don't be late. I don't want to be out in the open for Jason or Freddy Krueger to kill me. Dad said he would, and they hung up with a goodbye, and Mom got back to work. At about 7 p.m., my mom was waiting for someone to help take her down the stand, when a 30-something black man walks in with no shirt on, no sandals, no shoes, and is wearing a pair of dirty swimming trunks, and his dreadlock hair looked messy and not washed. Mom said something that was really off as he was almost dancing to unheard music of some kind. She described it as a mix between pop and lock dancing, and a person doing a really bad waltz. I know, weird and nutty, right? The guy walks up to my mom and starts making some weird comments about random stuff. My mom let him prattle on until he then asked, Damn girl, you single? My mom fought the urge to roll her eyes at this weirdo brazenly trying to flirt with her, and replied, I'm married, and my husband who's a CEO, mind you, wouldn't like the fact that you're trying to look at a married woman, dude. I'm way out of your league, so piss off. The guy laughed loudly as if she had told him a super funny joke, and then said, Oh, come on, girl. Don't be so cruel like that. You know he'll never give you what I can give you. To which my mom thought, yeah, and what's that? Five different types of STDs? But instead, she gave the manager on duty, Luke, a help look while saying, Hey Luke, can you come over here and help me? I gotta break this stand down to put it in the back room. Luke walked over, and the man and his friend, which yeah, he had a male friend with him, but the dummy didn't stop his bro from cocking off to a married woman. But anyways... They walked off, but not before the black guy whispered to her, I'll take you away when you leave. I'll abduct you and make you my sex slave. See you soon, girl. Now, as one would expect, my mom was freaked. She told Luke all about it, and he had another bigger guy named Jace escort my mom to the break room to punch out. On the way, my mom and Jace had heard the guy had left the store but not before snorting a puff from an earwig aerosol can and then putting it back on the shelf. So now if and when the police ever arrest him, he can add shoplifting to the list of charges he'll answer for. After mom punched out, dad had texted her from the parking lot, saying that he and I were there to pick her up. She was scared to come outside. What if the guy was out there? What if he jumped her? What if he was armed with a blade or something? She had a cop that was leaving the store escort her out after telling him what happened, 
and then claiming that she didn't feel safe. When dad pulled up, he had saw mom walking out with the cop beside her and had asked, What the hell happened? Is she alright? The cop told us mom was fine and stayed close until mom was in the car and buckled in. While we drove home, mom told us the entire thing. There was silence until I stuttered out a, What, what the heck? Did he hurt you, mom? No, he didn't. I'm just glad I got two days off so I can rest and forget about this horrible night. Dad looked at her when he came to a red light and then said, Are you shook up? Which my mom replied to with a nearly breathless, Yeah, very. After getting home, we had a light dinner and we all went to bed. Dad told me later that mom had broke down crying in his arms in bed and just kept repeating, How could I be so stupid? I really thought I was going to die. He said that she actually passed out from crying around 3 a.m., but that he had held her all night to make her feel better. There's a bit of a silver lining to this story, though. Mr. Possible Sex Trafficker was actually caught 25 minutes before Dad and I picked up Mom, and he was arrested, so thank glory for that. But I still want to say, to the man and his buddy that didn't tell him to stop being a creep to my mom on Halloween night... You guys got off light getting arrested. If my dad had found you, you'd be busted up so badly that no high can numb the pain. Don't ever come near my mom ever again. This happened when I was 23 years old, and I was still with my ex-baby daddy. Sad to say, we were bad off on oxys. Our son was only one years old, and to be honest, we didn't deserve him. At this point in time, my ex was robbing and lying, basically doing whatever to keep us well. Our addiction got worse, and so did our moves. This one evening, my ex had told me about his old dealer's house who lived about 20 minutes away from us, and insisted that they weren't home. In our foggy minds, we drove there. But to our surprise, they were home. All three men... My ex made up some lame excuse on why we were there. Now, before you judge, I'm not proud of this, but my son was with us. After forever talking, I see my ex go in the back with his friend and then come back out with a smile. At that point, my ex pulls me to the side and he says he's got to go run some errands and we'll be back soon. Little did I know my part in this adventure was a lot worse than I thought. I sat and chatted with the men for quite a while before taking the one guy I knew best to the side and I asked why my ex had left. His explanation was easy enough. He had gave my ex some pills to deliver and then bring back the money. And the most chilling part he said was, Oh, and he left you and your son as collateral. My heart dropped because I knew how my ex was. He had definitely chose the drugs over us. And as a one-year-old child, I think you all know how they love to just walk around. Well, my son had aimlessly walked into one of the men's rooms, and to my surprise, he had a sea of oxys laying out. Now, as an addict, I wanted to grab the whole pile for myself. As being held collateral, I knew that it had to be a trap. As time jumped from one to two and eventually three, we all knew that my ex wasn't coming back to rescue us. When the clock hit 2 a.m., 
They wanted me to call him to see where he was at, which the son of a bitch never answered. My ex had the phone, and I had begged the main guy to please let me and my son go, saying that we didn't have anything to do with his plan. As he then contemplated, I knew that he knew that I saw his guns, mainly Glocks laying around. I took my son in the bathroom, and then we prayed like never before, or at least I did. In just a few minutes, he offered to have one of his friends run us home. I couldn't have been more relieved. To be honest, my ex never came back until about two days later. Unfortunately, these things got worse, and my mother ended up taking custody of our son. But there unfortunately was a happy ending for me and my son. I split from my ex, and to this day I've been clean. Please, people, recognize the signs of a narcissist, and always take care of yours and yours alone. For some context, I'm a 24-year-old female who had just moved into a new apartment with her boyfriend. We live in the north of Italy in a quiet and wealthy neighborhood. I think it's the nicest zone of the city, or at least I thought. My boyfriend is a barman, and he works not so far away from our apartment. For about a month, he had no car, so when he finished his work, Usually at around midnight to 2 a.m., he would come home by foot, bike, or his boss would give him a ride. Yesterday, he had no lift after work, and since he had been sick the previous night, I told him that I would go pick him up. It wasn't the first time I had done this, and I'm not afraid to go out late at night, even if our city is pitch black, because after midnight, all the city lights are all turned off including the streets, squares, parking lots, etc. It's a municipal rule since the high price of electricity in these late months. This time though, something inside me told me to not go outside this late alone. But being the lovely girlfriend that I am, I ignored the weird feeling and I decided to go anyway. I really should have listened to my gut. As soon as my boyfriend called me, I put on my boots which are entirely covered with studs, and I went out our door. After the hallway, there's a glass door, and near it is a button that makes you open the outside gate from the inside. I opened the glass door, and while it was closing right behind me, I had spotted a man's head peeking behind a wall near my parked car. I was able to see him because our building has its own light at the exit, which doesn't turn off at night. As soon as we made eye contact, he then hid behind the wall. My blood went cold. It was pinch black late at night, with the main door behind me closed and the gate in front of me wide open. If I wanted to go back inside, I would have to have my back turned to the man, and God knows what would have happened if I had gave my back to the creepy dude. I had no other choice but to run to my car, hoping that he was gone. I checked what boots I was wearing, and realizing that I had studs all over my shoes made me feel a little more comfortable. I squeezed my car keys in my hand, turned on my phone's flashlight, and I took little steps out of the gate, and I then slammed it as loud as I could in order to scare the creepy man if he was still around. I then ran to my car, jumped inside of it, locked the doors as fast as I could, and then sped away. I haven't seen that same man again, but the next day on the local news... I read that a girl was robbed of her purse at the same time that I went out. 
It happened in a street right near my home, and other people also spotted the sketchy man walking around the city at night. I'm really glad I was able to see him and made him run away. I can't even imagine what would have happened to me if I didn't have that light in my own building. I really feel lucky, but the fear I felt in that moment will stick with me for a long time. Please everyone, be safe out there. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always, stay.